Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hello, everybody. This is Pam Dunn with 10 Minutes to Infinite Wisdom. And my special guest today is Jen Seitz. And we are going to talk about the wisdom of misinterpretation which I'm sure you're all now very curious about what the, what the wisdom of misinterpretation is. But let me tell you, Jen is a certified coach for Your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company and has her own coaching business called Harmonious Path Coaching. So we'll tell you a little bit later about how to find her. But I want to start it off right away with Jen, I would love for you to give us some idea of how you found wisdom in misinterpretations. Yeah. So first off, thank you for having me on, Pam. I'm really excited to be here. Really appreciate the opportunity. So wisdom of misinterpretation. Uh, last year, I guess it's been almost two years now, I, I'm adopted and I've known my entire life that I'm adopted like, I, I don't even remember the moment my parents told me it's just been a fact of who I am. And it's never really been a big deal. And I'm never thought about, you know, people would say, oh, do you want to find your real parents? I'm like, well, I have my real parents. And no, I don't want to find my biological parents. I just didn't really care. And then a couple of years ago, as I started nearing that big 4-0 mark, kind of going through a little existential midlife crisis, I started thinking more and more about my biological family and I started wanting to find them. So long story short, I did. <laughs> I'll spare you all the details because that's not what we're talking about, but I did find them. And I also discovered that I have a, a half sister from my biological father's side. So she was the first one that I found. And I was really nervous about telling my parents because it's, I'm an only child. And I just, you know, I've, I've always been, you know, once I started looking, it's like, how am I going to approach this? Cause I don't want them to feel like they did something wrong or they weren't good enough, or I was trying to replace them. You know, it was absolutely nothing because I totally hit the jackpot with them. I just you know, wanted to know my biological, my, you know, my actual blood roots. So I was very cautious in how I worded it when I first approached them. And I was like, yeah, so remember a couple of years ago when I did that 23andMe test just to get my genetic information? Like, yeah, sort of. I, I think we remember that. Like, well, I just got an email and it turns out I have a half sister. And I kind of said a little bit about it and neither of them said anything. My mom just kind of stared at me with this like, blank look on her face. And my mom is a very vocal woman. She does not hold back her opinions. She, she's the kind of woman that as much as it sucks when she's screaming and yelling at you, if you're fighting or, you know, misbehaving as a teenager, you'd rather her be yelling at you than be silent. Cause when she's silent, you know, you're really in trouble. <laughs> so I'm looking at her. I'm like, Oh boy. Oh man, this isn't going well. And then I looked over at my dad and 
he just said, oh, did you hear about how Elizabeth Warren got tested and, you know, talking about that whole thing. I was like, oh, wow. And we don't talk about politics in my family. So I was like, if we're switching the subject to politics, this is bad. Like this is not going well. So I just kind of let it go. And I did not say anything <laughs> for a couple of months. And then I started finding more of my biological family. And I thought, well, I, I need to talk to them again. And I was so nervous about bringing it up again because of how it went the first time. So I was even more cautious. And then my mom said, well, no, I was, I was just waiting for you to tell me more. I just, I just wanted to listen to what you had to say. And my dad didn't even remember the conversation. So he was doing, he was doing a dad thing where he was only hearing half of what I was saying. And he heard something about DNA and it's like, oh, well, yeah, here's this other story related. So he didn't even grasp what I was telling him the first time. So I had 100% misinterpreted what they were, what their reactions were. You know, here I am like, just so scared. Like, oh my God, I hurt their feelings. They don't want to talk about it. And they were actually, it, it took a little bit of warming up once we started actually talking about it, but now they're really open to it. They've met my sister. They're open to meeting my uncle on my biological father's side. So it's actually a really good positive thing. And I, I just totally misinterpreted. <laughs> it's, it's such a great story because as I was listening to you, I'm thinking, all of us that are listening could insert some story, you know, where we've all done that same thing. And what I heard was, you know, that same thing that I could so relate to as well is that as soon as we get nervous about what we're going to talk about, it would make sense you would be nervous. But that nervousness then you made about well, they might do this and they might do that and they might feel this way. And so then from your nervousness, you get cautious. And even this, when you went in the second time, you said, I was a little bit more nervous and then got even more cautious, <laughs> you know? And, and, and I think that those, those types of things, it, it's that pattern that doesn't allow us to access the wisdom you know, if like there's, I'm sure that it's there now and you can see it now, right. but gosh, right. in the moment, it must have been so uncomfortable. It really was. <laughs> you know, I have a question though, because my interpretation of what you're saying is that the wisdom actually came after the first conversation when you decided to go ahead and have the second one. You know, so I'm curious, what did you need to do for yourself in order to be able to move through that? I just had to really psych myself up, mm. uh, you know, tell myself this is something that's important to me because uh. when, when I met my sister in person, half sister, but she's, she's my sister. Mm -hmm. There's no half about it. If, if someday when you meet her. <laughs> We're sisters. That's great. <laughs> and when, you know, when I, when I first met her, cause she lives in Tucson, Arizona and I'm here in St. Louis. So it was, you know, the buildup and kind of getting to know each other and then meeting in person. And we just clicked. 
just immediately. And I knew that this was going to be an important person in my life. And I wanted to be able to talk about it with my parents. So as scared as I was and, and nervous, and I, I knew that, you know, I've still got a lot of time with my parents, you know, they're, they're healthy. It's not like they're, it's not going to be like, oh, I can just keep this quiet for a couple of years. No, like I want to be able to share this with them because they're so important to me. So I just, I had to keep telling myself that this is important to, to share this. Yeah. I, I, I heard that in so many ways, you know, yeah, I even wrote it down because I can see that that's what, what had you access the wisdom inside of the misinterpretation that you wouldn't have even been able to see it as a misinterpretation if you hadn't had the courage to go back and do it, have the, another conversation. But what gave you the courage to have that next conversation was how important they are mm-hmm. and your sister too. Right. Right. Cause I didn't even realize that I was misinterpreting until after that second conversation. Oh, when, when I got their new rea- you know, when I realized, well, my dad was just being a dad and didn't even hear what I said the first time. <laughs> so then that, that let me look back and say, okay, now I can kind of see where this, where our paths diverged. And it, it really, gave me that insight of don't underestimate my parents or don't underestimate anybody. But in this case, don't underestimate my parents. Cause I mean, I, I think as kids, even when we're, you know, 40, 50 year old kids, you know, there's, we've still got that little bit out there. My parents, they don't know anything. <laughs> I think that we kind true. of hold that over from childhood. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're actually a lot more insightful and intuitive and accepting and open than I give them credit for. And it was almost mm. like, it hurt a little to realize that I'd been underestimating them so much for so long. I was like, oh my gosh, that's just, wow, I can't believe I was doing that. But now I know. So now when we have, you know, little more difficult things to talk about, I'm not as nervous. And I remind myself, okay, they were, they were a lot more open than you thought they were being. So just stay cool, speak your mind be calm and rational. It'll be fine. Yeah. You're, you just said so many profound things that I want to make sure we, we highlight because that's the wisdom that we can discover if, and when we discover ourselves misinterpreting is that I heard you say that it's, it's also because in that moment, we're often underestimating the person that we're Mm -hmm. misinterpreting that that's big, Jen, that's, that's a really important thing for people to understand, you know, that, uh, that really we're not only underestimating them, but probably even ourselves and our ability to listen deeper. Right. That and was, our ability was... to handle the situation, to react in a positive, helpful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that fear that I had was, you know, if I had been confident in myself that if they did react badly, I could handle it. I wouldn't have been, I probably wouldn't have been quite as nervous. I, you know, I still would have been nervous, but I would have been a little more confident. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that, you know, even the, the confidence was coming in just continuing to move through and try and figure out the misinterpretation. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the other thing that I felt was so beautiful about what you said that is a good way to leave everybody in is that what you said in so many words was that now that you know better, you know, or now that you know, you can do better every time. Like, and, and, and there is that saying that when we know better, we do better. Better. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and that's exactly what you lived. You know, it's one thing to say, well, when I know better, I do better. But when you actually do know better and you actually do do better experience it. Yes. That's the wisdom. It's powerful. Yeah, that's the wisdom. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And also, would you let everybody know where they could find you besides the Your Infinite Life website? Absolutely. So my website is harmoniouspathcoaching.com. And that's where they can go if they want to book a session. And I have blog posts every week. And then they can also find me on YouTube at The Harmonious Path with Jen. And I post a video every week that goes along with the blog post. So if you prefer to read, you can go to the website. If you prefer video or audio, you can go to YouTube. And finally, I'm on Instagram at The Harmonious Path with Jen. I love that. Really, I want to, I don't want this to go without being said that you now make sure that people can interpret what your message is based upon how they like to learn. So because you said listeners and readers, I love that. I love that. And then of course, Instagram, you know, for us visual people. Yeah. And there might be a little extra content on YouTube of things that are just a little more unrelated to my website. So there's a little bonuses there once in a while. (laughs) But a bonus is always good. A little bit of fun. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Jen, for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.